Hi everyone, I'm Joel Premack and welcome to the Community-Led Growth Show. Each week, I will be speaking with community leaders to share insights with you all on how to build a community-led growth company. Let's get to it. Hey everyone, I'm Joel Premack, host of the Community-Led Growth Show. Today, I'm joined by Molly Kipnis, Community Manager at Gong. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Molly. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat. Likewise. And it's always nice to have a fellow Chicagoan here on the show. So always happy to have you. Thank you. Oh, yes. We discovered that yesterday. I was very excited. <laughs> mm-hmm. Small, small world. So let's get into that with that little bit of an intro. Please give all of our listeners a quick 30 second intro about yourself. Sure. Um, Molly Kipnis. I'm from Chicago and I am the community manager at Gong. I joined Gong about four and a half months ago, and I joined my wonderful manager, Nisha. We've been working on growing and engaging this awesome community that she built. Um, I have about three years of background in B2B SaaS, um, and I, like you said, live in Chicago. I have a dog named Penelope, and I like to cook, and I'm a big member of the Peloton community, so that's where I also spend a lot of my time. Nice. I know at least one other guest who's a very big Peloton member too. So that have to connect us. That can be arranged, definitely. So on to the meat of today's conversation. First off, as you mentioned, you have a few years of experience in B2B SaaS and also that time was in social and community managing. So what characteristics or traits do you think make a good community manager? Yeah, um, I think as a good community manager, you just have to be willing to try stuff and know that you may not be successful in everything that you try, but it's so important to take risks and do things that, you know, other community managers may not have even thought of. Um, And I think another really important characteristic of community managers is doing things that are unscalable. So I know automation is like a big buzzword these days, but it's so important to take time out of your day to do things like message a community manager, a, a community member, or send someone swag or recognize someone, just things that you can't automate go so much further with your community members. Um, And it's a really important foundation as you're building connections and relationships with them. First off, love that. Next, I'm actually gonna double tap into each of those things because now I'm curious, what's something that you've tried that hasn't gone well? Ooh, that is a good, good question. I mean, I am trying engagement tactics and like that is the nut that I've been trying to crack for the entire time I've been at Gong every day. And so, um, you know, I've posted some conversation starters that have not started very much conversation. Um, I could tell you one thing that has been successful, which is just going into posts and um, tagging members that are relevant just to get conversations started that way. I think if you're just gonna throw a, a piece of content out there and then not let anyone know that it's there, you're not going to get engagement. And that's something I learned by doing. Awesome. And now I'm also curious when you were talking about 
doing things that don't scale. You mentioned a few things, but what's something that you have done that is scalable on the flip side of that? Yeah, I mean, I'll get into this a little bit later, but I think just as you're building out processes, making sure that you're documenting and building out playbooks, we're pretty big on play, playbooks here at Gong. And so that's something that I've been working on in my four and a half months here, but just making processes repeatable and making it really easy for anyone to pick up where you left off and know exactly what to do. That's how you, that's how you scale. I think another, another way to scale is just empowering your community to, to do these things. So I'm one person, I'm never going to be more than one person, but I have this community of Gong customers that I can empower to run programs that I'm building out now, um, you know, engage with other members. As long as you're teaching people how to do those things, you'll be able to scale. Awesome. Thank you so much for answering those. Now that we explored a little bit about traits and characteristics that make a good community manager, what's your actual day today look like as a community manager at Gong? Yeah, my, my days look very different. Every day of the week is different. Um, but some things that I try to be pretty consistent about are um, I manage our content calendar for the community. So we actually have two community experiences. There's a public community, which is open to all revenue professionals. If you're not a Gong customer and you go to uh, community.gong.io, that's what you'll see. And then we have our customer community. And so I try to get some kind of content in those two communities, at least like two to three times a week. And that can look like uh, writing a post myself. So I write a bi-weekly newsletter. I work with a lot of gongsters, which is what we call people who work at Gong, to create content for community. We have some of the smartest people I've ever worked with here at Gong. And so I, I work really closely across all functions to empower gongsters to write their content. And then I also work with our community members to write content. So that's a big piece of my, my day is just making sure the calendar is updated. We've got content in the pipeline and following up with people. Um, another thing that I, I try to do for at least 20 minutes a day is message people. Like I will send personal messages to new members of the community and just welcome them. Um, I, I think I mentioned this earlier, but just that personalization goes so far in building those relationships with your community members. And then um, I have been for the past three months working on building out this meetup program, which I know we'll probably chat about a little bit later, but really working on enabling our community members to connect with each other and creating a space where they can connect with people in their industry with the same interests as them or in their location. So that's, that's kind of an, a large overview of what my day-to-day -day looks like. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing those with all of us. As you mentioned, um, you've been building out a lot of types of programming and thinking about different ways to engage and activate your members at Gong. So what are the types of programming that you're building to cultivate that lasting community that you guys are all seeking to really build? Yeah, good question. Um, so in my first or second week at Gong, I shipped a program, which was pretty scary because I did not fully know what I was doing yet. But um, I have to credit my manager, Nisha, really empowered me to just get something out the door, 
have something that I could show to the entire company. And so what I did was build a community certification course for internal gongsters in the sales org to train them on how to use community and also how not to use community. Um, we wanted to make sure that we were giving everyone the right tools and also letting them know that like community is not a space where you can prospect, where you can go find, you know, people to sell to. It's, it's a space for our members to talk to each other. Here's how you should engage. And so that course gets assigned to all new hires each month uh, in the sales org. And then it's optional for uh, new hires and other parts of the organization. It was a really fun project to work on. And I tried to make it like fun and funny and very me. Um, and so <laughs> if you ask anyone who takes that course, that they would probably say that it's, hopefully would say it's fun. And then, oh, I'll, I'll pause. Oh, I was just going to say that it sounds really impactful for sure about explaining like, here's what community means at Gong and here's what it is and here's what it's not. Because at so many organizations, community can really mean so many different things. So especially if someone's a little bit more seasoned in this B2B SaaS world, they could be coming from another company where community looks like X, but at Gong it's Q kind of thing. Yeah. So it's really good yeah. to set that stage. It's a good point. Um, and like I mentioned, our Gongsters are such a huge part of our community success. Like so much of our content comes from them. They know a lot about the product. And so I really wanted to make sure that everyone felt comfortable in knowing how to engage with the community and how to share their knowledge and who to ask if you have questions or if you have an idea for a piece of content, where to go. And so that's really, that's really the point of, of that course is just to make sure everyone knows about the community, loves the community and knows how to get involved. I love it. And I'm going to pick your brain after this because I need, we may need to talk about that a little bit more. So let's chat. We will, but we are going to get back into our regularly scheduled programming here. So what was the Q1 program that you just rolled out to your members? Yeah, I mentioned earlier that I have been working on building out a meetup program for our uh, what we like to call raving fans, which are just people who love Gong. And so one of our big bets for, for this year is that people are just itching to connect with each other. And we really wanted to create a space for them to do that. And so in Q1, I ran three experiments um, and I tested who in the Gong community wants to connect with each other. And my hypothesis was that people who had shared interests were in the same location or had the same title would want to get together. And so we tested um, this with three groups. Our first was a women in revenue meetup, which is led by two women who met in the Gong community, uh, which is awesome. We ran a, um, an EMEA meetup. So folks in EMEA could meet up and I should preface by saying right now, all of these meetups are held virtually. We hope, it, hope to open that up once the, the world does. Um, and then our final meetup was for Gong admins. So these are specifically people who are in the product every day, want to up-level. Um, and another very key piece of this program is that 
these meetups are customer and raving fan led. So we, I am empowering our community members to organize the meetups, plan the meetups, find attendees, do demand gen, host it, and then follow up. And so that's what I have been building out um, over the past three months is putting together a playbook. I'm doing a lot of learning what's working and what's not. And something that we found is that um, we are, I, our community members um, need the support of gongsters. And so we are creating what we're calling meetup pods. We have two raving fans, which again are customers or members of the revenue industry who love gong, and then two gongsters. And so the four of them come together to really build out this meetup, make sure that, you know, the information that ever that they're sharing is relevant. We're sourcing topics, um, finding the right people to attend, and then making it an awesome experience. Awesome. That's so cool. I love how you guys are empowering members to then like build something of their own within the community at God. That's so yeah. cool. And that's part of that scale piece, right? Like I, if I was doing all of these meetups on my own, I don't think I could handle more than what I'm doing now. But the beauty is that we're building, I'm building out these playbooks so that raving fans can raise their hand and say, I want to lead a meetup. Here's everything that you need to do that. I'm here to support you. I'm here to connect you with two gongsters to support you. And I will watch from, from here, your meetup grow and um, help, help you make it a success. I love it. Thank you for sharing that yeah. with us. So now we've talked a little bit about your activities as a community manager at Gong. So we're going to kind of go on the flip side of this of what are the metrics or KPIs that are measured to then show success of community efforts at Gong for both the uh, public facing community and your customer community? Yeah. It's a great question. I think it's the question that all community managers like want to know is how are you measuring success? And um, our community is not even a year old yet. So we are still kind of figuring out what benchmarks look like and what good engagement looks like and what good, you know, registration looks like. But on a whole, um, we look at registration. So how many people sign up for community on a weekly, monthly basis? Engagement is still a formula that we are perfecting uh, what we're thinking about what ideal engagement looks like in the gong community. So that is not, that is not a, a, a problem that we've solved yet, but we are getting there. And then I think the coolest thing that we measure is um, ARR influence. So because we have these two communities, we have a public community and a customer community. Um, when a non-customer joins that public community, and then becomes a customer, we can attribute them joining the community as a touch point in the sales cycle. And so we can link them being a member of the community to ARR influence, which is really, really cool. And then a final, a final metric that we track is um, average upsells with and without community. I love, love, love your last two because from an earlier episode, um, I know one company who talks about their top three ways that they connect their community efforts to business value is about revenue, product adoption, and then on the flip side of revenue is retention slash upsells. Mm. 
Um, so I love that you're talking about ARR influence in terms of net new, but then also that expansion. That is awesome. More things that I'm going to have to talk to you about afterwards. Yes. We're going to have we'll a whole have to do an offline podcast. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to have a whole separate conversation for these things. But as we just talked about metrics now, now I'm really curious, zooming out a little bit, what are your three B2B SaaS community trends that you're looking forward to in 2022 and beyond? Three trends. Um, I think all of these will somewhat tie back to things I have said in our conversation already. Uh, I think the first trend is, is going to be in-person events or at least hybrid events. Like I said, I mean, I know I am just dying to connect with people in person. And so are, so are our customers and our community members. Like we got an email from one of our meetup leaders, like, when can we make an in-person meetup happen? Like I will do what it takes. Just give, give us the tools we need to do this. And so I think that's going to be huge for this year. Uh, obviously world allowing, uh, the second is, I really think that personalization trumps automation. I think automate the things that, that you can, but, but doing, doing those unscalable things every day, reaching out to community members, surprising someone for being the 2000th member of your community, sending them some socks, like it goes so much further. I know I got one message from a community member when I, I sent them a personal message when they joined. And she was like, I, when I read that message, I could not believe that it wasn't a robot. I had to go look you up because I, I was so surprised by how personal it was. And since then, like her, her and I have chatted, she knows me, I know her, she's attended some meetups. It just goes so far in building that foundation. Like I said before, of connection and relationship building. I think the third one uh, is probably, probably like optimizing your on the go community experiences. So, and this is something that we as a Gong community are still working on, but mobile is huge. Like people use Gong on the go probably more than they do sitting at their desk. And so we wanna make sure that community is as available as the Gong mobile app is to our customers so that they can self-serve, um, ask questions, get the information they need out and about. I love that, especially that last one, because I think that that's something that so many companies aren't really focusing on, especially in the B2B space is like that mobile or on the go experience. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a huge differentiator for the people that can, can make it happen. Love it, well. Thank you so much for being on the Community Like Growth Show today. If people want to follow or connect with you after listening to your episode, what are the best channels and our handles for them to do so? I would love to connect on LinkedIn. If you just search Molly Kipnis, I think there's only one of me. Um, if not, I can, Joel, I'll send you a link to my profile and we can add that to the episode. Awesome. Sounds great. Thank you so much and have a great day. Thank you, Joel. I really enjoyed our conversation. You too.